0: Hey everyone, this is Cameron. I'm just jumping in at the very beginning here to kind of give you a bit of a content warning before jumping into this episode. Um, if you hadn't kind of figured out by the title of the episode, we do talk about some heavy things in this one. There is a bit of uh, mention of assault and sexual assault, um, so just kind of be aware of that going in, or, you know, if you need to kind of sit this one out, we, we get it. Um That is totally valid. So we just wanted to let you know about that. Um, On a bit of a lighter thing, Stephanie and I are both sorry for not having an episode last week. Um, Life happened again. Oh, and there's my dog Cooper. So that's pretty much it. I am going to go ahead and uh, stop talking and let you listen to the show.
1: Hello, I'm Cameron Penemone. And I'm Stephanie Ledesma. And this is Drunk Drunk Art Art Chat. Wow! What are you doing? I'm wow.
0: <laughs> <laughs> the guest doesn't speak until the guest is revealed. Introduced. Yeah, introduced.
2: <laughs> That's it's Owen Wilson. Never
0: <laughs> oh, it's Owen Wilson! Wow! Oh, wow. <laughs> wow!
1: Well, we're back, <laughs> mm-hmm. like the dinosaurs. Like the dino. I know I've already used that joke before, but we're back, and we have a special guest today. Special guest, reveal yourself right now. <laughs>
2: My name is Nicole Swardenski.
1: we have nicole with us and she does some really amazing
2: art want to say something a little bit about yourself sure um i am an animator illustrator wait no i did that wrong (laughs) painter no it's (laughs) painter illustrator animated filmmaker that's my my three things that that's why she goofed up the order
0: yeah, I'm like, hey, can I? I see it's worth it to go back and do it yeah.
2: but yeah painter illustrator animated filmmaker from midwest usa yeah you're <laughs> from a small town in illinois right originally peoria hmm.
0: yes It's not really a small town that's like
2: Yeah, well, it was like a town, like a small town outside of Peoria, so Peoria is the city. The suburb of Peoria. (laughs) Yes, more like like the Farmville, not suburbs really, but cornfields and whatnot, but I moved around kind of in between Illinois and Indiana growing up with my parents and all of that divorce drama and Hmm. custody and whatnot, so, and then came to Chicago and became my true self blossomed into the young artist that I am today.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. And so on and so forth. What kind of art do you do? How would you describe like your style? Um, <clears throat> lots of like anthropomorphized animals. Um, if that's how you say it. Anthropomorphism. Mm-hmm. I believe that's
1: correct. Yes.
2: Um Oh yeah, kind of along the lines of what we were kind of talking about today, I have a lot of like mental health connected with the art. I kind of used it as a coping mechanism in some ways. Um, so there's a lot of emotional content in the in the subject matter sometimes. And I don't always know, like, what the message or what the title even is until, like, afterwards mm. for me to look back and be like, oh, yes. well, this is what I was going through. Yeah. And, you know, I still have, like, stuff from high school where I'm, like, looking back like, oh,
0: hmm. This is what this was trying to say This to is me. the context
2: <laughs> there. Yeah. Whereas... Sometimes it's hard in the moment to, like, process things. It takes a lot longer than you realize. So, yeah. um,
0: I think, well, that's a good sort of segue into what we want to talk about. Unless there's anything else you want to add before we jump into it? Fuck shit up. No, I'm just kidding. (laughs)
1: Nicole is a really big fan of one of my fake commercials that I made. (laughs) Well, what are we talking about today, Cam?
0: Mm, this why me? It's um, kind of our
1: thing. It's kind of like, what are we doing tonight, brain? Trying to take over the world. <laughs> um, uh, uh,
0: that, well, on that note, we're talking... Did you get
2: distracted by peeking in the brain? Yeah, I mean, like... We should mention what we're drinking, too.
0: Oh, yeah, since there are actually some alcoholic and beverages involved for yeah, the first
1: we... time in a while. Got some Baileys with our coffee. Delicious. That would be a Stephanie and
0: Nicole thing.
1: (laughs) I'm still just drinking ginger ale. That's totally fine, too. So, um,
0: yeah.
2: Getting drunk off (laughs) the ginger beer. Ginger beer. Um, Ginger
0: ale. Yeah, well, the thing is, I think we know what we're talking about. I don't know if we really uh, came up with a name, like a title of this, but I'll just start... Just start telling it, at, yeah. <laughs> um, the general sort of um, thing that we had been discussing as a group was the idea of how sort of trauma maybe informs art, um, I believe, to, like, to sum up. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm.
2: Um, the mm, relationship between art and traumatic experiences mm-hmm.
0: and... Um, I think in this episode we're going to try to talk about some personal, whatever we're comfortable, to- like bringing up personal stuff and um, more kind of external things that we've seen where this has been explored in the art world.
2: Like micro versus macro yes. kind of stuff. I think so. Yeah. Okay. Yeah.
0: Okay. I mean, whatever, it's, it's, it's a little, we have a bit of an outline, I think a little it. bit of an hour. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, but it's, it's gonna be one of them looser episodes but we'll all try to keep it within that you know under that umbrella yeah for sure
1: um, so people out there you may have seen art based off traumatic experiences and not realized that was what you were looking at mm-hmm. but one of the more recent uh, things that has happened um, and I'm totally gonna butcher her name but that's cool um you may have remembered the art piece called carry that weight and that was in 2014 through 2015 the artist was emma um sokowitz i think that's how you pronounce her name Uh, she is a performance (laughs) artist and uh after she um, was sexually assaulted and the school did nothing no there was like to the n- offender yeah to the offender there was like nothing done no punishment whatsoever um, she decided to carry the mattress that was supplied by the school in the dorms until either he was... Um, I forgot. He was either um, or... expelled or some kind of punishment was done yeah, for him. Some action.
0: Got to a point where it was like like just anything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was like nothing
1: happened. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and the rules were that she had to carry um, the mattress any time that she was on the campus.
0: So it's interesting that you say rules because I think this is where it turns into art first, like where protest doesn't necessarily have rules, but it can still be... Protest, but the um, Emma um, Solkowitz identifies as a performance artist as well. Yes. So there was a set of rules, which I think is an interesting
1: factor. Yeah, the rules, the rules. The um, rules included, um, and I'm sorry, I've been misgendering her the whole time. Oh. They they actually go by they though. Oh. I'm sorry oh, okay. about that. Okay. I Good to know. forgot about that. Um, so my bad. Um, so. They've written, um, they wrote on the walls of their studio, um, had to carry the mattress when on university property, had to remain on the campus when they weren't there, and they were not allowed to ask for help in carrying it, but mm-hmm. if help was offered, they could accept if they choose to. Mm-hmm. So those were the rules. Yes. And yeah, that was... I remember that. Um, in fact, it wasn't even sexual assault. It was like straight up rape was mm-hmm. the accusation. Mm -hmm. So, nothing was done. No, Um, I think later on, um, let me find that little quote. Um, Later on, the school did mention that um, they promised to reform its policy so that the accuser and the accused, including those like the student who are found not responsible, are treated with respect in the future.
0: In future?
1: Yes. Um, During the present. No, I I don't I don't know why. And uh, icing on the cake is the accused felt uncomfortable with this performance. and The accused felt (laughs) uncomfortable on the campus watching um, them carry this mattress. So how do we feel about this? I mean I guess we're all Mm. in unison when we feel really (laughs) grossed out about this experience.
2: Well, I was just telling Cam and Steph earlier about um, something that I just read today about an article about my old high school having someone sexually harassing um, people on the swim team. Mm-hmm. And they're a member of the swim team. and they it's like he's like the only guy out of like all the other girls that are on the team. And um, apparently, the school, specifically the Dean, and the principal, like, specially requested that his punishment be, like, waived or, like, dismissed so that he can stay on the swim team and the school can do well for some kind of sport competition bullshit, whatever. So I think that that relates as far as, like, institutions fucking up having the wrong focus and special interests and not giving a shit about, like, people that should be protected. You know, because it's real fucked up. So yeah. trauma, right? Trauma, right? Yeah. It's okay
1: to let victims be traumatized over and over again, as long as we don't traumatize that poor young white boy. Mm. Who, mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> Sorry, I just
2: assumed it was white, but he's. But... Well, they didn't say his name, or you know, so we don't know who it is mm-hmm. on the article because, quote unquote, he's not charged with any crime, so they're not disclosing that information. So he's got a lawyer, so I'm assuming he's probably well off but um and it's predominantly a white neighborhood Mm -hmm. so Mm -hmm. um but yeah like different people and like parents and other girls on the team kind of talking about how they mentally kind of broke down Mm -hmm. when they found out that he was still like going to be on the team with them yeah um and this was going to keep going on so it's really fucked up
0: no offense to your school but i hope that fucking team loses
2: well, just the, 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 it's kind of bringing up a lot because it kind of just makes you think that's the tip of the iceberg. Like this is only one of the stories yeah. of how that leadership really did not help people that are going through shit. Yeah. For example, um, <clears throat> my friend, um, she was talking about how, um, she was getting heavily bullied while she was in high school. I didn't know this at the time. We were both in high school together. Um she was getting like death threats, people like threatening to burn her house down, mm-hmm. um, like you know, you should kill yourself type of like extreme bullying Jesus. that was not handled like, you know. Yeah. I don't know specifically what happened as far as that, mm-hmm. um, but it's not right. It's not right. Like you gotta, you know, be a decent human being. Right. And realize that there's some fucked up shit going on and handle it appropriately. Rather than focusing on you know special interests that you as a school want to have a certain reputation of well sports or you know whatever
1: yeah going back to uh, Emma uh, it was Columbia University in New York, mm-hmm. so I mean this is a high profiled mm-hmm. school mm-hmm. and I guess in a way it what she did make, like made everyone else notice like this is a problem that was around the time when like most of those stories about um, you know sexual harassment on campuses was coming out right like around 2014 mm-hmm. that's when we like kind of started yeah. technology the
0: me too yeah. movement yeah I was just gonna say that's sort of like when it was picking up a little bit more steam I think oh <laughs> it's heavy <laughs> it is it's we're a bit all of like a heavy like episode. Little tense. <laughs> um I think one thing that I was wondering about as we were talking about like especially with schools since we're sort of in this realm and to try and tie it back into like a just like a general like how it informs art and stuff. Um, it also sort of reminded me of when I was in high school, three out of the four years I was there there was a sexual scandal. Mm. Um generally with teacher and student
1: kind of thing. Oh no surprise there.
0: Yeah, except the one year had to do with the male nurse that was there. Mm. I don't know anything about that as much the worst one that happened I'm not gonna give too many details but like the absolute worst one happened in my junior year and like it happened in the classroom after like school but in the classroom in school
1: Ew. and it Mm. was just like
0: a whole it was uh, that's
2: unfortunately really yeah
0: yeah they did uh, you know fire person
1: Rightfully so. Good yeah. job on them, at least. Yeah, mm. but because usually they don't.
0: <laughs> yeah, and I kind of remember them attempting to take these steps to like talk to the students about it, like, because it happened. So like, basically there was like a class that this person, the student, I don't know. I'm trying really hard to like say it with be like to be vague, but also it's like. You can do like details. teacher A or
1: teacher B. Um,
0: mm-hmm. Teacher. Like, you know, did a thing with a student, and, um, the student obviously was in school at the time, and so they talked to the class that, like, that student who was, like, part of this, Mm -hmm. like, they were in that class or whatever, they talked to all the other students in that class, like, asking them, like, how do you feel about this? Like, I think because they seemed, like, the most closely affected to some degree... Mm. Um, so I, I remember being in school at the time. I wasn't talked to because I wasn't in this class with this person or anything. But I had a friend who was, and like, you know, she told me a little bit about what the social workers talked to her about and stuff. And it seemed really general. They were just checking in, making sure like everybody's okay or whatever. Also, I think probably to like see if he did anything. With yeah, I was else. just gonna, you gonna know, say he did no, probably need to mm. tell us about anything kind yeah. of thing. But just in general, like. I'm wondering now, like, maybe have we gotten to a point, which on one hand is kind of sad, but on the other hand, like, are we at a point where, is this a thing where we can start, you know, when these sort of traumatic events happen, and bring the community in and say, like, how can we talk about this? How can we deal with this? And mm-hmm. then how art plays a role in that? Like,
1: essentially, like,
0: art therapy, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. in this case. Um,
1: Well, I mean, Mm -hmm. I commend your school for doing that because I don't think a lot of schools do. True. yeah,
0: I guess to some degree that was actually a good, like, mm -hmm. this was like in 2006, seven, or 2005 or six. So this was a while ago. Nobody's really doing that, I guess.
2: Back when they. (laughs) I don't know. That's completely broad. I was going to say something like, back when they were doing it right, and it's like, no. no. That doesn't mean anything.
0: <laughs> no, I mean, if anything, I think it was a good first step to some degree. Like, I don't really know how it was handled again, because I wasn't, like, talked to. But...
2: But it just seems like no. in the last couple of years, like, things have really come to a, to a like, very extreme, you know, yeah, being you... blatantly ignorant.
0: It almost feels like... There needs to be programs developed in the event that this happens. Like, obviously this isn't the right way to stop it from happening. The way you prevent it is, like, you need to teach people not to rape
2: other people. Well, also consequences.
0: Yeah, essentially consequences need to be clearly stated, (laughs) and they need to actually happen.
2: Um, Because if you're the person from my high school on that swim team... And you're getting specially requested right. not to be, you know, in a uh, punished. That's showing everyone else that it's okay, and
0: yeah. you can do these things. You'll be well. Right.
2: Your your experience is not as valid as this person's experience. Mm-hmm. You know, God, for so real fuck that. <laughs> Ugh.
0: But yeah, I just like it. Just makes me wonder what what are like some next steps that communities or schools or like I don't know work environments wherever this kind of thing happens like can take mm-hmm. and how can they like appropriately let this conversation happen how can they hold space for that kind of thing you know
2: <sighs> but that's why that Emma Sokowitz was because you're being forced to talk mm-hmm. about it
1: exactly yeah do you want to actually speak about that because it's, it's actually
2: um, sorry we didn't talk about this earlier but I just saw um something where, um, that World War Two picture when, um, oh, the kissing, were... yeah, um, yeah. there was a sculpture somewhere that got vandalized, and he just died, like, last week or something, mm-hmm. the guy, um, that said, me too, like, spray-painted, like, mm-hmm. on her, because mm-hmm. they didn't know each other. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, the point was he kind of just randomly grabbed mm-hmm. someone and kissed. Like, celebrated by needing to kiss someone, Sweet. or you yeah. know.
0: Essentially assaulting, essentially assaulting someone, and it's a super famous photo. Yeah, there's a ginormous. I don't know if this was the statue or the piece that was made after it, but there is a ginormous like statue in, um, I think San Diego, like off a bay that I've seen once when I was visiting out there, and of the it's just like huge, Uh, and the the thought can you imagine being that woman (laughs) like to see that constantly to constantly be reminded that that happened? Like, I don't know her experience and I don't know like how she feels or whatever, but like, it's super plausible that, uh, that wasn't okay. And Mm -hmm. that she wasn't trying to have that happen. You know what I mean? Like, the fact that that was made into such a huge... Oh, my God. I'm oh, into so a statue,
1: unconditional surrender statue in San Diego. Jesus. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah, yeah, I'm looking at the photos was, right now.
2: Yeah, I was looking at the comments on some of them where both, like, women and men are both being like, well, you're the problem because you're not seeing it this way oh, and God. blah, blah, blah. But I was seeing, like, some comments being like, well, like, this is just you know being forced to talk about it like you're seeing like they like men were being like well this is no excuse to vandalize and women being like well this is sexual assault Mm -hmm. you know yeah like both things Mm. well we can blame J. stewart johnson for making that
1: 25 feet 25 feet it's the 25 it's tall that's tall Feet. a building that weighs 6,000 pounds. Mm-hmm.
2: There's one that's like more life size, like six feet tall, mm. in Indiana, like back in the arts district of where I used to go to school.
0: Mm. That's interesting too, actually, to some degree, because like that trauma informed art, but in a bad way. Like art was made from that. Again, I, mean, I don't, don't know if that person. Yeah, was traumatized, again, but, we
2: don't know like how like, she feels about it.
0: There's has there's I'm positive she, there are other examples of that where per, somebody was traumatized and somebody took advantage of that and made mm-hmm. art from it.
2: You know. She passed away like several years ago. Mm-hmm. From just the brief article that I read earlier, kind of describing how his death was really recent, but his mm-hmm. hers was a while back. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, something we didn't really talk about beforehand, but it's just like another thing that ties into art and um assault and trauma and everything
0: the interesting thing is too like even if if that woman hadn't actually felt like that you know affected by it which again I do not know I'm just saying like the story behind it once you learn it can be triggering. Mm -hmm. um so then it's suddenly everywhere and then you're just like oh
1: god people are also romanticizing it too like he was so happy that he grabbed just some random stranger yeah
2: enough to the point where people don't even question it where it's like oh that must be the girlfriend or the wife mm-hmm. or you know that's what i thought my whole yeah. like
0: life growing up until i, I don't even know so how you come I to found find out, out but like yeah. yeah they
2: didn't
1: know each other
0: mm-hmm.
1: that's gross i would not be happy if someone kissed me and then a picture was taken
0: yeah thinking how nice and romantic
2: because that was one of the comments like one of the first comments that people were like well why are people upset about this yeah because what if it was his girlfriend you know People well might, but that's the point <laughs> yeah
1: but did you want to speak about tracy um i don't know how to pronounce her i name. don't know like a ton my
2: bed about her her i just know that's like an interesting one um it's her like it was like 4.4 billion or million it's still a lot. <laughs> to sell the bed an unreasonable amount of money <laughs> purchased for this art piece and the one of these questions where you're like, "Is this art, mm-hmm. and why is it so much money and but it's it's interesting mm-hmm. um, she sold her her bed that she was in like an abusive situ- like relationship, bad situation, drugs evolved, and um so the bed is like dirty, like you know used mm. condoms discarded mm-hmm. like empty vodka bottles yeah um, you know stained blankets things like that and was on auction for well uh, it was
1: made in 1998
2: yeah this but then guess it got
1: on auction afterwards
2: mm-hmm. but it
0: was the real bed mm-hmm. was it the real stuff that was actually like around the floorboards or was that a little bit more fabricated
2: that's the part where i'm like i don't know yeah
0: I mean, either way, but for me, like, if I had $1.1 million, I don't know that's what I'd spend it on. But I think that that kind of stuff, like, when I see that kind of, like, stuff in a museum, for example, usually I have intense responses to that. Mm. Like, so, that's one of my, like, baseline, is this art critiques, like, or criteria, rather. Do I respond in some way? so then there's a good chance that like i feel mm. like to me this is like art. so I, I think if i saw that in real life like i would feel pretty affected by
1: it um if you like know, knowing the just, backstory
2: of especially it. That yeah time. it was
1: I'm sorry i was like reading it up a little bit yeah she was in a really abusive relationship when she made it and i guess she wanted to showcase it and
2: but then it makes you think about like whose money was it and are they buying it because they want Right, this that's attention, the thing. That's or,
0: little
2: like, little. or like, or like, not attention, that's maybe not the best word, but like, do they want to further this discussion?
0: Right, what was the intention, right? Yeah, for purchasing that because to some degree, I think that definitely has to factor in, especially when you're
2: purchasing a piece that has it's tied to that kind of event, it's know. got that like aura or that like poltergeist, like mm-hmm. that energy surrounding that object.
0: like, where is it? Like, where would you put that? Like, you'd have to have, like, a warehouse or some sort of, like, museum of your own or something.
2: I don't... Does it say where it is right now? Or is it just in a museum?
1: No, it's sold to a collector. Um, So a collector bought it, Charles Saatchi, in 2000 for about... Now I'm getting two different numbers that it sold for. $3.77 and then 200000 Oh, it spiked to 3.77 million mm. after, mm. at like 200,000. Sorry about that. Mm. I was like, why am I getting two different numbers? But yeah, a private collector bought it. So, Man. most private collectors have that space, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: Wish I could so sell my bed grief? for that much money. <laughs> pay off some student loans (laughs) oh my god no yeah actually we don't have have to go there how do you feel (laughs)
1: about that um buying like essentially he's buying her grief
2: Mm. i I don't
0: know yeah i mean that's the thing like what was the like so you're a collector like i wonder do you collect similar pieces like i don't know like it, it depends on that person i guess but i also wonder how that feels
1: for the artist. I think <laughs> making a profit off your grief is totally fine. That that might sound yeah. selfish, but I think it's valid. Like you experienced your- something horrible and you're making a profit from it that has to feel good in some way, like mm-hmm. some sort of like release. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I feel like that's or validating. Mm-hmm.
2: Could could be like a broader message of like what artists even do, like we sure. are processing our experience and then giving it back to the world somehow. That's true. It's a very heavy responsibility.
1: Mhm. I mean, hopefully this doesn't segue into um, a different route, but um, in 2012, late 2012, uh, my partner at the time was killed by a drunk driver, and I grieved for a pretty long time. Like, but there, there was like a good six months where like, I just kept to myself, but I did make a lot of artwork. And I guess maybe one would assume I would make artwork about cars or, like, drunk driving or something like that. I just made artwork that I liked. Mm-hmm. It was really intricate, but um, it was probably probably the most I've... The time was the most I've ever produced
2: that much artwork.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: So... It's probably well, meditative, right? Yeah. Like, right. very detail-oriented.
0: Yeah. I think that there is something to that, because it's like... And on this show, on this podcast, we have talked about, like the idea of romanticizing, like, trauma, like, the, tra- like, the, um, traumatic. Oh, the depressive artist. talk. Um, yeah, the depressed artist and so forth. I think when you have that output during a trauma, though, like, when it does kind of, like, it's, it's, like, literally, because you're an artist, because that's how you know how to communicate to some mm-hmm. degree, that's, like, like, your subconscious, like, saying, like, we gotta get this out of here, like, this cannot stay in,
2: and your Cure. brain your yeah. brain rewires itself mm-hmm. with trauma. Like it, mm-hmm. it changes. Yeah. There's psychological, you know, studies that back that. I believe it. Yeah. Um it can trigger like health issues
0: too, mm-hmm. like like cancer can happen if depending on like, you know, the trauma itself, you know. These things there's like a physiological response in some cases. Yeah,
2: like on top of the fact that you're already an artist and you already have a different kind of brain. Right. <laughs> <laughs> it was just
0: fucking rewired again. Yeah. <laughs> Never. I'm shit. God. It sucks.
2: Eventually, it just sort of short circuits and then.
0: Yeah. New hard drive. Yep. And then you make <laughs> your masterpiece, I guess, and you sell your bed.
1: Yep. And uh, or you sell your work. Yeah. Which I found extremely validated when yeah. I mm-hmm. produced that stuff and people wanted to buy it. I was just mm-hmm. like, "Yeah, I'm like." I have I have better. some
2: artwork that I haven't sold that has some energy attached to it mm-hmm. too, and I question like, how much would I sell that for? Like, I don't yeah. know if I'm ready to even price that. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, because in a way, right. it is letting go. Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: What does the price of letting go? <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah, it's like this. This interesting concept of like when you um, like create these pieces that are that are informed by these things um, that have those energies, like you're saying, and then they go off to someone else, and it's like to you, like does when you've sold these pieces, does it matter who you're selling them to, or was it a case of like, no, I want, I just want to go ahead and sell this. It feels right. It doesn't matter who, or like is that just variable it depends on
2: well the lamb painting like the jumping jumping goat painting Mm -hmm. like i just sold it this last weekend and um after selling it i was like oh like it it set in like how how long i've had that piece Mm -hmm. and where i was when i made that piece and like Mm -hmm. how that relates to my like a like larger context and it's like oh
1: that you know did that piece have what mean into you
2: well I guess because you never talked way, about it just yeah out of curiosity I think looking back it, it's a symbolized because I made it in art school like my first year at art school mm. and it was like my first ever like oil painting class um so it was it was an oil painting with um a like image transfer technique and then I added on top of that mm-hmm. with more details and I guess looking back at the time, my teacher, I remember ask, him asking, like, why did you paint this? Mm-hmm. I was like, I don't know, I just like the image. Yeah. Um, but I think, like, now I finally have a title for it, now that I, like, you know, sold it, which is, um, like, A Leap of Faith, mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. in my context, like, my story, it's like, that's going to art school. You're finally able to, like, you know, take that leap, take yeah. that, you know... This is what I'm doing. Yeah.
0: hmm That makes so. sense. That's just another way that, like, your brain is, like, doing it mm-hmm. without, like, it's, like, five steps ahead of you. Right. <laughs> like, yeah, you'll get there eventually. So. Um, but I can see that piece really clearly just for the folks who
1: don't know what it looks like. Do you have anywhere on your Instagram of that piece? Um, or? Yeah, where they can like look a at website? it. Like,
2: I have it on my Facebook art page, but I I can post it on Instagram. Or if cause... you give us an image, we'll post it on ours. Yeah. Oh true, yeah. we could, we could like. talk we could do that. I could do that. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, um, I'm ho- hopefully gonna sell some prints of it too because I've had mm-hmm. a lot of people. Um, but most of the time people will say like it just sparks so much joy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, Speaking no. of what's it name, her name the oh, does um, it spark joy? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Fun fact, joy is my middle name. Oh, oh, I did not know that. I
1: have a cousin with a male name, Joy.
0: It's a
1: good, good male name. With happiness. <laughs> I guess, was your family okay with you going to art school? Because I know, I don't mean to, like, bring your family relationship we, up, yeah. but,
2: like... We can I, talk about that, too, because it is part of my story, too, um... Because like while they were talking to me, like while the, the purchasers or the, the patrons. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> well they were talking to me asking me about like what I'm doing, like getting to know me. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I like realized as I was talking about it, like that, again, like my artwork holds a lot of weight, like my mental health, like my right. current state in life, and how I'm using it as a coping mechanism, but not realizing what that is yet um but yeah I'm I'm kind of the only artist from my family so um I've kind of grown up as a black sheep that kind of blended in or tried to until I moved to uh Chicago so um my my family's all kind of very conservative and Mm -hmm. you know very outwardly um you know, that they believe that they are right and there's no Mm -hmm. room Mm -hmm. for discussion, you know. (laughs) Yeah, so, like, for the longest time growing up through high school, um, like, all the... And 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 dealing with, like, you know, family stuff with my parents divorcing and blah, blah, blah. um, I kind of, like, wasn't, like, my authentic self. Mm -hmm. Like, art in that time frame was probably more of an outlet than ever yeah you know so now that i have graduated art school i'm still kind of in the adjustment period and um it's hard you know mm-hmm. but at least now i'm able to kind of see a little bit more like self-aware of like how i can make make a, a profit or make a yeah you know a positive coping sort of situation
0: mm-hmm. know. yeah makes
2: sense um but yeah I don't know if there was something that you were thinking of specifically that we were talking about with trauma I guess I was trying
1: to get into um was that your leap of faith like away from your family because I know you have not had the best family
2: Mm -hmm. yeah because I mean like growing up was always kind of like I had to prove myself or like prove that I was valid as far as like this is what I want to do with my life. Like, yeah. I am an artist. Like, I want to be an artist. And, I, I like, I can't really choose not to be an artist. Like, I can't even fathom, like, being an accountant and taking a mm-hmm. safe job mm-hmm. or path, whatever. Yeah. Um, so, I think growing up, I had a lot of that where I kind of just had to pretend like I was something that I'm not. Mm. Um, so... Yeah, I guess, again, that that's sort of like a leap of faith as far as, like, like I can finally live my life yes. and be with my people and be have, fun. like, a support group, and, mm-hmm. like, my time in Chicago has just been, like, kind of creating a new family,
0: mm-hmm.
2: like, a new community, and I've had so many awesome friends. Like, I have so much artwork that I haven't actually released because of, like, the trauma associated with that piece. I think we mm-hmm. all have that, too. Mm-hmm like, um, I was kind of, I still want this to happen, um, like a failed relationships art show, mm-hmm. like, showcasing artwork from, like, failed relations, I think it might already be a museum or something.
0: Oh. Oh, wait, there is. Yeah, um, I don't know if it's, like, called that specifically, uh, I saw it on an episode of The Bachelor once.
1: <laughs> uh, <laughs> where people have like made
0: art they would like bring mementos from like their relationships that didn't like work out mm-hmm. um so i don't remember what the fuck that museum was called um but yeah i remember like they were walking around and they saw like oh, museum
1: of broken relationships yeah. in mm-hmm. la Mm-hmm.
0: yeah you there was like just things that like somehow symbolized whatever the people's relationships were about, or like the moment that they broke. But it
2: has or, that know. aura, just like the mattress, mm-hmm. yeah, where it's like exactly. it has significance. And it holds grief, and mm-hmm. it holds heaviness.
1: Yeah. And now I'm going to segue this conversation a little bit, just to keep the conversation going. Um. I guess all this can relate to art therapy, but people don't realize it. Um, and art therapy is something like I definitely think should be more accessible mm-hmm. I mean there's kind of forms of it already like with the coloring books and the zen sure. and tangle and doodling people don't realize that's what they're doing but um I guess how do you feel about art therapy for like people with PTSD like um for people that served in the
2: military mm-hmm. or yeah, we were talking about that before on the train Mm
1: -hmm. yeah i was watching a ted talk of melissa walker is a uh art therapist who um specifically helps people that served in the military to um cope with their ptsd and how it's like they can actually leave her class successfully kind of overcoming Mm -hmm. some of those symptoms Mm
0: -hmm. it's powerful i think i mean i feel like it all boils down to that thing that artists just do like they like you know when you have that output like we were talking about it's because your mind and your body is trying to get this stuff out and it like naturally just knows how to do it and even people who don't identify as artists can do it um i think that they can be very intimidated by it because they think i'm not an artist so i can't make anything worthwhile like there's an element of of
2: like (laughs) element of fear of mm-hmm. vulnerability like oh you know now if I show you this art you know it's true
0: yeah that's another huge thing too like can, imagine like if you didn't make art and you did something like more a businessy or just generally not creative or whatever and then having a, a traumatic experience in you and then someone suggesting art therapy that's two things that's like a big intimidation I would think like if I if I was gonna do art therapy I think I'd be pumped to do it. <laughs> because I'd be like, Yeah, mm-hmm. I, like guide me. I wanna do this, like but
1: not everyone not has everybody. that mindset. Yeah. People
0: no. can get really, really hung up <laughs> over on that little kind things. Of stuff. Yeah. <laughs> to to imagine like trying to tell them like it's okay, let like, go, just let it happen, like whatever. Like sometimes people like can't like I remember having demos where, to some degree, because I I would, like, lead, like, you know, demonstrations or whatever there, and we were just, like, playing with art supplies for the public, and back in the day when they were allowed to sit down and play with the stuff, um, sometimes those turned into art therapy sessions without my consent. Like, it was (laughs) like, well, I guess I'm leading this now. (laughs) But, um, like, I, I, I just, like, I would just, like, kind of also take note of how people would just, like, Not, not necessarily not follow the instructions, but also just, they had such a hard time. Some people were so tense. It was like, yes, it's a demo, and here are some steps that if you want to follow it, but it's also just to, like, get a feel for the Mm -hmm. thing.
1: Like, don't worry. Or (laughs) people that would do, like, it's, they had to do it step by step, otherwise Mm -hmm. they'd lose Mm -hmm. their shit. (laughs)
0: Yeah, it's, it's, it's. It's in, it's super interesting because I'll never forget. I had this one where it was literally like, just like, watch how the ink drops on the um, canvas. Like, there's no way to really make like a representational anything. It's just like, look at the abstract thing you're doing. Somebody was like, determined to make an elephant. And I was like, I don't think it's going to work for you. And it was just so interesting how they're like, it doesn't look right. And I was like, it's not part of the demo, you know? Like,. <laughs> But the fact that, like, like I mean, to, so I guess all that to say maybe is to, like, you know, give a lot of credit to art therapists um, who know how to, like, lead that kind of thing. Because, like, it's it's intense. Like, people have come with so many different um, filters and so many different barriers. Like, I don't even know. Baggage. Yeah. yeah. It's so all much, baggage. Uh, and, it's like, <laughs> and you <laughs> baggage. use it. It's just, like let let me let you but i don't know
2: it's a little tangent therapy in general is like a beautiful thing yeah Yeah, if you have a good therapist your whole life can turn around yeah but only
1: now has like at least western culture or maybe i should just say america uh, north america the u.s has kind of started to accept like therapy and like mental illness like that's
2: like, slowly becoming slowly. less of a taboo yeah because
1: right. I mean you still have the people who are like vaccines cause autism mm-hmm. and autism's apparently worse than measles okay <laughs>
2: measles yeah. let's have a measles party that's no, great yeah
0: <laughs> it, it's true there there are still some stigmas and it's sort of sad like I'm not gonna say who i was talking to about this just to like keep their privacy private <laughs> but like there was a situation where I was talking to somebody who was clearly depressed like not in somebody close to me I will say that um, they were not like doing anything like barely like getting out it's clearly just not happy like d- just all the symptoms you would think of of depression right and then I suggest well have you thought of like going to a therapist and maybe seeing somebody like and then they were just like no therapists are for people who have mental like problems and I was like <sighs> no like <laughs> the therapy is to talk to someone to talk through
2: but they're like, like those that's issues. For the other.
0: right yeah like they still were so planted in that weird narrative that's like i don't have like an overt mental issue like i'm not like seeing things i'm not hearing voices or whatever like whatever people think
2: you think i'm mental... schizophrenic right
0: yeah, right. yeah. I'm I'm was Like yeah i'm suggesting that maybe you get help with these things that you're dealing with <laughs> like
2: right you don't valid. have to be hearing voices yeah. to right seek help
0: god yeah it's it's so there's still work to be done just mm-hmm. all that to say that but it's uh it's getting there i think and art therapy is a certainly a very powerful and good way forward
1: mhm yeah it's very needed um i think i think sp- especially for people who are in the military that's probably a really good way to cope with Things that I will never understand Mm because I've never been to war or have experienced any of those things. Um, so I can only imagine that would be very stress relieving. Mm Um, I mean, even when I was grieving, like that was just such a huge relief. And, um, I know someone who works at the Cook County prison in Chicago, um, and they have art therapy classes for the inmates Mm -hmm. there. So, a nice rehabilitating method
2: yeah. art is a powerful thing yes for lots of reasons yeah but I think like it, as a like a macro like as a culture I think it's good that we're slowly being able to talk about mental health more yeah um instead of just ignoring it like that's no that's not me mm-hmm. that's you know what else were we gonna say
0: Mm. we kind of get to this point it's just like anything any like lingering
1: thoughts that you might have yeah do you have stuff? any final no. thoughts anything you feel that would be interesting or valid to the conversation
2: Ooh, what do you guys so let's talk about what what do we want to do this year because this year has been it's only february <laughs> for for you like an art or yeah, just, yeah you go know, let's talk yeah. about that mm. Because my my New Year's resolution was to, like, be in a better state of mind. Mm -hmm. And it's much more challenging than I thought it would be. I was like, oh, yeah, I can just, you know. But um, I think that's part of the journey of, like, realizing how art is therapy for me. I'm seeing just, like, becoming more in touch with, with, you know, being aware of how I operate instead of just being in it, which, you know, therapy has helped with that. Mm-hmm. to be able to talk out loud and then evaluate like oh so that's what's happening mm-hmm. from a you know mm-hmm. other perspective um but uh yeah this year I want to make a comic mm-hmm. want to actually like start writing for it because that's been the most intimidating thing so far oh, yeah. um and i'm doing a lot of like alien girls like Again, like talking about how I was explaining to the patrons about why yeah, I have one of yes. the
0: pieces on my wall recently. Yes,
2: she's so she's not necessarily part of the alien world, but she's no, in the she same like hard. series. <laughs> mm-hmm. She's like you know the same style. Um, yeah, I'm glad you like her. Mm-hmm. I she was a like a a, a big seller, big like popular mm. thing. So I'm gonna have to do more.
0: We'll put that picture on our oh. if you allow us, if you would like us to. Do that. Oh sure, yeah. Um,
2: just so you keep them. We can do lamb around. and that one. mm mm-hmm. Um, our goat lamb. Goat lamb. Damn. <laughs> but
0: real, real quick, I just want to say about that piece. Like, um, I told I don't know, probably Scott or somebody. I was like, oh yeah, I bought it because I just feel so calm looking at it. Maybe it's because she's holding a giant blunt. I don't know, <laughs> <laughs> but it just makes me think of summer. Makes me happy. So mm-hmm. okay. anyway, go on. <laughs>
2: Well, the smoking is like. It could be anything. Yeah, you're not, you don't know I just, what it, I wish as a blunt immediately. <laughs> I was like, yeah, oh, okay, yeah, she's that's a chill, fucking man. Blunt. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah, you're not wrong. I won't confirm <laughs> yay or nay, um, but I will say not. you're not wrong. Okay. <laughs> um, yeah, that'd be funny if. if um, no, I won't bring, I won't say that on, on yeah, never mind. Don't <laughs> <laughs> no worry. Um, Sorry to interrupt.
0: Go ahead.
2: What was I say? You were saying your goals. For, oh, yeah. yeah you want to write a comic. Yeah. yeah. Let go. Yeah, I would like to talk about my, and maybe this is why it's so intimidating, because like, it is sort of like dealing with an identity crisis of mm. like, this is where I come from and who am I outside of my trauma. Like that, I've been seeing a lot of that recently on, on Instagram. Like I follow certain accounts that have like motivational things and, um, one of them like basically said that, like consider for a moment, like what your story is outside of Mm -hmm. that, like outside of what you're carrying. Yeah.
0: Yeah. There's a name for that. It's called narrative distance. You should look it up because it might have some good tips about like how to um approach it too um like and I'm not saying like you need to know like look at me teaching you it's just like that's something that I didn't know how to name at one Mm -hmm. point and like when I kind of understood what that meant it opened up a few things for me too like Mm -hmm. so just like um the idea that like Enough time has passed that you can not necessarily look at it super objectively because you'll need some connection to it, right? Mm-hmm. But you're gonna have something changes like after years pass, like mm-hmm. you can see certain things and like that you went through or that happened to you. Um,
2: oh, in yeah, a different light, you know? I completely forgot to add that I was in an abusive relationship <laughs> as well. <laughs> so, yeah, you can talk about that. matched with you know, dealing with financial hardship outside of art school and then the family being like well you knew this was going to happen yeah I didn't really go into that but that's kind of part of the the process Mm -hmm. again like for the comic or mm -hmm. just like in general yeah just for the comic I want to like try to find whatever that story is yeah outside of all of that like how to and also how to tie in like what do I want to say about this topic and how can I tell it through Mm -hmm. this this piece yeah so it's gonna be tricky but this year i want to make it happen
1: yeah
2: yeah that's a good goal Mm
1: -hmm.
2: but yeah what do you guys want to do this year We (laughs) kind of already talked about it in our uh, (laughs) way to not
1: listen to our podcast but um i guess art wise (laughs) i mean i do want to make a comic too that is Mm -hmm. something i feel like with my new job i'm not very creative and i've always had like this idea for a comic and I want to execute in. Also, maybe because our mutual friend, Jonathan, just published a (gasps) book. I haven't read it yet. And it looks fucking fantastic. I want to buy it directly from them. So, I like, Jonathan, Mm -hmm. if you're listening, I want to put the money directly in your hand, and you give me the book.
2: Has Jonathan been on the... Mm -hmm.
0: Yeah, Jonathan has an episode. Uh, I forget which number episode that was. We talked about... Uh, like the idea of kind of accidentally copying other people's something in that oh, realm. It'll yeah. be somewhat earlier. Uh, Check that out. You
1: can actually buy the book um, at succumb S-U-C-C-U-M-B dot big cartel I don't need to spell that out for you. You know, dot figure. com. Um, and the book is called Nobody Underscore a Meditation on Suicide Disability and Identity. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. It's right into this episode, actually. Exactly. Yeah, so, um, Please support perfect. that. I'm very excited to
2: read Me that. Too. You can
1: get physical or digital versions at that. HTTPS. Uh, why can't I think of what that bubble symbol Semi-colon? is? No, it's colons. Colon. <laughs> colon? Backslash
2: backslash
1: <laughs> succumb.bigcartel.com. <laughs>
2: Whoa! I had a
1: brain fart. You did it.
2: <laughs> How do words with link? Yes. Mm-hmm.
1: But, Yeah. Please check that out. And Cam, did you have any I wanna make goals? a comic too. Yeah, we all wanna make comics. Let's do it
0: <laughs> Um Yeah, I've been working on this idea for a, a while and um, it's actually also based off of a traumatic experience. What fun so fun, so fun. So fun traumatic experiences indeed. I just kind of pictured it as a comic and the challenge is indeed what the fuck is the story and how am I gonna tell it? But mm-hmm. I'm I'm not gonna mm-hmm. stop trying. So
2: Yeah something that Travis says a lot um
0: oh that's my neighbors um <laughs> bowling or something i don't really know what they're doing
2: they have a dog who no oh, okay, okay. Up there too uh yeah go ahead doggy neighbors <laughs> um sorry, sorry
0: neighbors.
2: that's gonna be in the recording sorry. yeah <laughs> It's like it totally sounds like bowling, like a strike.
0: They're bowling with the dog, I think. <laughs> wow. Like I don't know what happened. Well, let's go back to that yeah.
2: inspirational yeah, quote Before from it. from our mutual friend. Yes. So Travis says something that I've, again, seen seen like themes of in trying to be more observant and you know objective about this narrative and everything is um, that everything happens when it's supposed to happen, mm-hmm. and so. Mm-hmm. Maybe we needed to have this podcast so that we can all be like, hey, let's deal with our shit and mm-hmm. make art about it. And yeah. so that's the motivation. Feel that. Oh, my God.
0: Strike. Strike. Oh, <laughs> my God. Well, I guess now is a good time
1: to wrap up this episode. And um, I hope this episode wasn't triggering. Um, I'll put some Yeah, I, I figure you day. would. Um, <laughs> so um, next time. Or not next time, but well, oh. thanks for tuning in.
0: <laughs> well, before we go, just real quick, Nicole, do you want to plug, like, your stuff? Where can people find you? How can they support you if you Yeah,
2: want. sure. Yeah, um, definitely. So, on Instagram, it's my full name, which maybe I should make a, an artist alias, but I don't know yet, because it, it's a unique name. Um, so, it's uh, my first and last name, Nicole Swardensky, last name spelled S W A R D E N S K I. So that's my Instagram art page. And then I'm also on Facebook, Art of Nicole Swardensky, and Vimeo.com slash Nicole Swardensky, where you can see um, some animation work as well.
0: Definitely check that so out. We'll Amazon. put this all in the description <laughs> yes. as well yes. yeah, so you can
2: check yeah. Nicole out. But, yeah, thank you guys for having me. I hope this was, yeah. you know, interesting. Absolutely. Thank you for coming.
1: Yeah.
0: It's been Thanks fun. For being on the show. We'll definitely
1: do it again. And listeners, thank you for listening. We'll see you next time. (gasps) Bye. Bye.
0: Before we go, we just want to give some credit to Jonathan Stutz for providing us with um, their amazing music. Throughout this podcast, um, if you want to find more of their music, including the song that you hear on uh, the intro and outro to our podcast, it's called Rushing, you can find that at stutzmusic.bandcamp.com. And that's spelled S-T-U-T-Z music.bandcamp.com.
1: Feel free to write to us at drunkartchatpod at gmail.com. You can also follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook under Drunk Art Chat.
0: Yeah. If you visit our anchor.fm uh, profile, which is just anchor.fm slash drunk art chat, you can also donate to us. If you're already supporting us by uh, subscribing, we thank you so much. And if you are feeling generous you are able to uh, give either 99 cents a month, 499 or 999 your choice. Um, or if that that link is too long to remember, just go to bit.ly/dac donate all one word and uh, you know, That money will go towards drinks and paying for our SoundCloud account and all all sorts of good stuff. All right, well, until next time, I'm Cameron Venamone.
1: I'm Stephanie Ledesma. And this has been Drunk Art Art Chat. Chat.